Hello and welcome to another episode of the quest for new inspiration. My name is Katie Gates and I am so excited to be sharing yet another episode with you today. Today's guest is Susie Hardy. She is a certified stress and anxiety coach. If you listen to my podcast or know me personally, you know that I am a fellow queen of anxiety. She shares the importance of mindfulness and slow movement, as well as the quest for serenity. I hope she inspires you as much as she's truly inspired me and even helped my anxiety. So, hi, I'm Susie Hardy. I'm a certified stress management and anxiety coach. Um, and that is what I'm doing currently. I've been an entrepreneur, professional actress, massage therapist, and energy healer, but um, I am super passionate always have been about healing the body naturally and right now particularly in the way that in mental health and the way that the mind and body are one and that's that's the, that's it in a nutshell awesome so i i was very excited about this episode because i like to kind of clean or crown myself on um, the anxiety queen um i he <laughs> i love sister yeah, I love to have anxiety. Not really love, but you know, I feel like it's kind of my personality. Um, but yeah, I really wanted to just talk to you about, you know, how that all works. Well, I we might have to duel it out. I I thought <laughs> I was the queen because I've had my first panic attack was in the third grade. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So like and I think that I always it was very shameful. Like when you have really bad anxiety social or for whatever reason uh it's very shameful and it's it's like i wanted to run away and hide it i wanted to yeah. stuff it down it, i didn't want it and that's the, that's the very nature of it is that your your fight or flight system goes into overdrive your um sympathetic nervous system which controls the fight or flight fawn or freeze response they've now added fawn and freeze to that which is meaning there's a perceived threat right well that's that's our body's way of trying to protect itself. And, you know, we evolved for hundreds of thousands of years fearing lions and tigers and bears. <laughs> Most of us do not have anything close to that. We have stressful workplaces or in-laws or dating problems. Or... And so our bodies react in a way that is too much for what's really going on. We were not meant to live in chronic stress. And um, the reason I do stress management and anxiety coaching is that you don't have to have both at the same time. You can have stress without anxiety, but you cannot have anxiety without stress. And so, um, yeah, I, I thought I was the queen third grade and on. <laughs> and, you know, I have had to seek out my own ways of dealing with it because, A, I, you know, for the longest time, just stuffed it down, didn't even want to, wanted to print it, it didn't even exist, right? And then when I was finally in a place where I was like, this is a problem, I need to deal with it. You know, doctors give you meds, anti-anxiety meds. I love Xanax. <laughs> amazing. I was also yeah from it, not because I was abusing it in any way, but because now in this day and age, like I would even have a prescription that would last me a year. I would break a pill in <laughs> half, use it in the case of a panic attack, meanwhile, suffering from generalized anxiety and doctors nowadays, because of the opioid epidemic are like, no more, 
Because mm-hmm. benzodiazepine, they're very addictive. They're yeah. very addictive and they're very addictive. And so that's their that's that's all they know to do. Here's a here's a prescription. Well, if they cut you off from the prescription, what do you do then? Um, in my experience, like dealing with stress management and anxiety, you have to do a multi-pronged approach. It's not just eat better. It's not just sleep. It's not just exercise more. You have to kind of um, dissect what's really going on for you and then manage them one at a time and work spherically to try to heal your body because you and I are not alone. (laughs) I think people, especially post-COVID, during COVID, have more stress and anxiety than we ever have. That's just my thinking on it. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm I'm right on. Um, the world has changed and it's continuing to change rapidly. And um, that's freaking stressful. Mm-hmm. Even for people with like, I mean, I I don't like to say that I have a social anxiety, but I have a social limit. Like if I am out in a certain crowd, I love to talk to people, love to, but like at a certain time, I'm like, all right. I need to go watch Netflix. I need to check out. I need to, if not, I'm like, I don't like, and I get, (laughs) and I can sense it. So yeah, I get it to another. Are you, uh, do you consider yourself an extrovert or an introvert? I like to say both because I have that tendency. Oh, I have the tendency to be like very bubbly and very bubbly and outgoing and talkative and not afraid to go up to people. But at the same time, if I'm thinking too much about it or my anxiety takes a hold of my brain, I'm like, nope, I'm good. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna chill here. <laughs> let, me, let me rephrase that. And there's a reason I'm asking. Do you get recharged when you're around people, or do you get recharged when you're alone? When I'm alone, you're an introvert. <laughs> The reason I say I have read like hundreds of self-help books. I'm mm-hmm. I am, I'm definitely a self-help book queen. Um, I've always been fascinated with psychology, why why we do what we do. And it came from stemming from the panic attacks happening at such a young age. I'm like, why is this happening? Always been seeking out information. And I read this great book. My friend um, is a hypnotherapist. And when she was in school, she was sharing all this information with her. And I was even one of her test guinea pigs when she was in school. And she ha- she recommended this book, and I forget the title of it. I can send it to you, but I remember the way it looks. And it, it said like ENP, and there may have been like a subtitle, but that stood for emos and fizzes. And in this book, they they consider an introvert and emo, like an emotional type person, and a fizz as like a physical character type. And the fizzes would get recharged energetically and like feed off of, you know, social energy and the emos which is what i am recharge when they're alone yeah and i found it really fascinating because there was like a quiz to figure and we're 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 usually like a combo we're like 60 40 or something like that but i am definitely when i read it i'm like oh yeah i i get recharged by alone time like i get i love being social too but i also get drained and i'm also like okay enough (laughs) all right um yeah like leave by nine i don't know i want to miss my bathtub and be alone like yeah, so it's it's really interesting. And then I, I remember, I know, I have met people. I'm like, oh, they're a fit, like friends and stuff. I'm like, oh, they're definitely, my husband gets recharged by being around other people. So it's it's really interesting. 
Yes, my my husband too. Um, but so okay, one of my favorite questions with um, I guess you've suffered from anxiety your whole life, but what kind of made you kind of shift this into not only like a well a lifestyle but a career? I um, burned out of my last business. I I'm still doing it, but I'm changing the way I'm doing it. So I have a hemp CBD company called CBD Fountain. And I, like I said, I've always been obsessed with natural healing and wellness. Um, stemming from a different experience. I mean, when I think back to it, the anxiety too, but from a different experience when I was a cheerleader in high school and I hurt my back and I, it was just a soft tissue injury, but the doctors could, the doctor and the chiropractor couldn't help me. I really needed massage and mm-hmm. acupuncture and body work, but that wasn't a big thing at the time. It is now. And over the course of six months, I went from being an athlete to bedridden in so much pain. When I finally found an acupuncturist and tried it, because I didn't know what it was going to do, it healed me in a month. And at that moment, I was like, the doctors in Western medicine do not know everything. They're certainly helpful. You certainly want them in times of emergencies. But with like chronic stuff, degenerative stuff, I'm like, nah, not my jam. So... um, I'm sorry, I, f- I strayed from your question. What was your, oh, why did I, tr- why did I turn this into a, um, so that's always been around in like just a passion of mine. Um, I've had many different jobs. I was a professional actress and I was pursuing that. That was always my first love. But I was, and I, at the same time, I was a massage therapist and energy healer as my side job. And um, the acting thing never worked out. I never got my big break. and so. I I started a hemp CBD company with my husband, which is, again, along the path of helping people heal naturally. And it does. And I love it. But um, changing the way I'm doing it, um, I learned that I was I learned a lot about burnout. Like I was always saying, like, I'm burned out. I'm burned. I never knew, like, no, it's an actual thing and it's quantifiable. And I have it. (laughs) Yes. And so I had (laughs) um, so I had to rethink, like, okay. I still want to help people. I, I don't want to massage them anymore. That's really tiring. I did it in my 20s. Um, I still have my CBD company, but I really love talking to people. And I and I had thought about becoming a therapist when I graduated college. I have a bachelor's in psychology. I realize now what I what I really want to do is coach because there's different things that therapists do versus coaches. Coaching wasn't around back then. It's It's a lot bigger now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought, okay, what can I really help people with? And at first I thought a relationship coach. I really love talking about people about relationships and obsessed with 90 Day Fiance and all their spinoffs. And I'm like, you know what? You know what I know best? You're supposed to teach what you know best. I know stress and anxiety. And I've I've cultivated all these different tools and techniques um, that I use to keep myself calm and sane and and to reel it in when I feel like I'm starting to spin out. Because as I said, I don't have Xanax anymore. I mean, like, of course I could get it, but I don't want to be on it. You know, yeah. I, um, and so I, I walk the walk. I, the course that I teach, I have a course that I, that I call serenity school, um, to teach people how to be serene. And it's all of the things that I have read about, sought, sought out the classes that I've taken, the books that I've read, um, different techniques and techniques and tools to stay sane and calm. <laughs> You want to share, can you share like maybe like three little tips for anxiety, not just for, you know, the fellow introverts, but maybe just across the board. Let's see. 
Well, you know, this is so big right now, but it really is true. And I guess I'll start off with the, the easiest one, right, is meditation. People are probably rolling their eyes right now. Um, I first got introduced as a kid to guided meditations, I want to say fifth grade, and they were amazing. And it was meant, it was in this class, it was meant to inspire your creativity. Meditation is wonderful to teach to children because their their brains are still developing and they can tap into that relaxation. Um, but it really is one of the tools that it, it is a practice and it is something that if you haven't done or you haven't found the right type of meditation for you will take some perseverance because I tried all different types of meditation. I thought about transcendental and all this stuff. And you really just have to find what works for you. I love the Calm app. It's an easy way to step in. They have, di they have guided meditations. They have moving scenery. They have a breathe bu bubble. Have you ever used the Calm app? Uh-uh. I need they to. Have I've used like a sample, but it was only a book. Yeah. No, this is an interactive app. There's, okay, so the breathe bubble is one of my, it's so cute, but it's so effective. It's this little circle and you just watch a moving dot go around the circle and it's like, breathe in. And then halfway around it says, breathe out. And so if you're really freaking out, just watching, you have to simplify. You have to simplify everything around you and you can just focus on that and just follow it. There's guided meditation for specific things. There's sleep stories. If you have problems sleeping, it's a really, really wonderful um, resource. I think that's what it was. Uh, it was a sleep story. That's what I listened to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And there's tons of, and there's stuff on YouTube. I mean, I love Joe Dispenza meditations. He's one of my latest ones. Have you ever heard of him? Mm -mm. Oh, girl. Okay. So um, yeah. yeah, he's blowing up right now. I had first heard of him from a, a documentary called What the Bleep Do We Know decades ago. He's now written three books and his whole thing is a specific type of, this, this is like a multi, I won't go into it. This is like a multi hour. I could talk about him forever because his work is brilliant, but um, his meditations are, have profoundly changed my life. Um, basically with his style of meditation, and it's again, not easy to master, but you can start off easy, with easier ones. You're, you're forcing your Kundalini energy up into your brain. Yeah. So you're breathing, you're pushing your, um, the muscles below your belly button in and up. And it kind of follows along with Kundalini yoga and it, it, it just, it changes your body. It re it relaxes you really, really deeply. Like when I've done this, I walk around happy for no reason. And the reason that is, is like I said, a multi-hour conversation. That's but awesome. The audience hasn't, hasn't checked it out. Uh, Joe Dispenza, Dr. Joe Dispenza, he's, he's amazing. Oh my gosh. I will literally check that out immediately yeah. after this. Yeah. No, he's written three books. He's one called You Are the Placebo. The, his latest one is called You Being uh, Becoming Supernatural. And then the, the middle one is called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And it ties in beautifully with, ma in, in, with manifestation and how to like become, have the life that you want. It's really lovely. Really good work. Okay. So that was number one. You wanted two more. Um, I love it. Two more. Go. <laughs> slow movement. I love As Americans, we are always like faster, bigger, better, more. When you're freaking out, when you're anxious or stressed, you can do top down, meaning like meditation into your body, or you can do bottom up from your body into your mind. If you move your body fast, if you, and, 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 Cardio is great for stress and anxiety. It burns it off. But if if you've never tried slow movement like Tai Chi, 
restorative yoga. Simply walking slowly. It, <laughs> not fast, not power walking. I'm talking like slow it down. It has a profound effect on when our thoughts are spinning and our mind is running. So um, that would be number two. One more. <laughs> One more. Let's see. I did meditations. You know, I would simply say um, explore different types of supplements and teas. Lemon balm tea is amazing. Yeah. Um, if you are not, um, there's certain nutrients that we need for our nervous system to be balanced, such as magnesium. Magnesium yeah, is a good one. Yeah, it's a water-soluble mineral that our body uses up, especially in stress. And if you don't have enough, your body's not going to function properly. My favorite one is the calm. Have you ever seen the calm powder? I know they have gummies now. Mm -hmm. It's a really lovely label. It's like a beach. <laughs> like a spa background. Yeah, and it's lemon raspberry flavor. It's delicious. I drink it before bed. Um, even the things that I'm telling you now, like sometimes I'll, I'm bad at being consistent. Mm -hmm. fall away from and be like oh yeah go take your magnesium and i'm like oh yes that feels better i'm glad i took my own advice b vitamins are very important for stress um and then there's all sorts of you know um i'm there's all sorts of herbs and and teas that you can take uh lemon balm is particularly great peppermint tea just those little things like yeah mindfulness americans always want a gadget and they want it done now and like a pill mm -hmm. as we've talked about <laughs> that's what we have to get away from so like the little things in terms of your diet can really aid in just feeling relaxed okay well i will ask you one last question what i guess this might be a loaded question for the last one but what would you say to somebody who realizes they have anxiety we get it. We know. Doesn't exactly want to A, deal with it, or B, not necessarily say that they have to be like, you know, posted on social media, but I think telling like, you know, my mom and like my husband and like saying like, I'm, I feel anxious right now, being yeah. vocal about it. Yeah. Like, what would you say to them? I would say that... That's a really good thing because as I've said, like I felt shame about my anxiety. I wanted to stuff it away, push it away, pretend it wasn't there and not bringing it to the surface and telling somebody that you, that cares about you. That's a really good first step. However, if they don't know how to deal with it or, mm -hmm. or the, or are the type, if they're of an older generation that are just like, ah, just, just smile, just deal with it. You know, <laughs> You're like, that might not be the most helpful thing. But yeah. Like, you know, all the, I, I love that my mother actually helped me through my first panic attacks and she didn't really know what she was doing. It was probably should have seen somebody, <laughs> but she did her best and it was enough. Um, but in this day and age, like there's so many resources to get help. Like, um, you know, yes, start with someone that you're close to that cares about you. And hopefully they'll be able to support you and say, hey, you know, there's other things you can do yeah. to help deal with this. Because it's really uncomfortable to go through life feeling anxious all the time. I say anxiety is fear of the future. So you have to examine what, what are you afraid of? And unfortunately, right now, post-COVID in this world that we live in with AI and 
politics and climate change. There's just so much going on that can create anxiety, uh, can create fear of the future. So, you know, you can always email me. Um, I have, I'm about, I will be having some meditations and free resources on my website. Um, there's other apps that have, you know, therapists like better help and things like that, that, you know, just, just reach out to someone that will be able to support you. Yeah. So if you do with your husband or your mother and they just say, just carry, what do you have to be anxious about? Like if there's judgment, like it's, it's not your fault. Let's just say that it's not your fault. Your body is trying to protect you. I once heard somebody say, anxiety is misguided self-love. I love that. Your body is trying to protect you from a threat, real or imaginary. The things that we imagine and that we are afraid of to our body and our brain are just as real as the curtains in my bedroom. Right. And this is where the subconscious comes in. And So take care of yourself. Do not judge yourself and get some support. I love that. Well, if anybody wants to learn more about you or get in touch more, where can they go? Yeah. So um, you can find me at SusieHardy.com. That's S-U-Z-Y-H-A-R-D-Y.com. If you sign up for my newsletter, you'll get my number one tool that I do a video tutorial of. Um, uh, and you'll get instant access to that. It's really, really effective. And I teach it through a video. And um, and I'm opening my Serenity School course this fall. So, yeah, come check it out. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time. I will be sure to put everything, and especially um, the Joe audiobooks and any information about him. Yeah. Show notes. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And that is it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Every listen truly does mean the world to me. I really hope this episode leaves you with a little bit of a positive mindset going throughout your day. And if this episode inspired you at all, share it with a friend and keep the inspiration going. As always, make sure you tune in next week for some more inspiration.